Hello everyone, so this is, I just finished recording the episode and now I am coming on because my camera didn't record any video for this episode. (laughs) I was having issues with it when I was trying to set it up and I just finished and I turned my camera around and it wasn't recording. I typically record a different way, but it just wasn't working for some reason. I think I need to update my laptop and um, none of the video recorded. So I will upload this audio to YouTube just so anyone who subscribes on YouTube can listen to it, but no, no video this week. And that's okay. It's the learning curves of starting a podcast. And that being said, enjoy the episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Two Pop to Handle. I hope everybody is having a fabulous week. I'm actually recording this on Monday, so a day earlier than usual, because I'm going to see the 1975 tomorrow. So a little bit of a different recording schedule, but same upload schedule that we've been doing uh, Wednesday. So still normal for you, but I'm actually kind of happy that we're recording this a day early because there is so much to talk about, even without the extra day in the week. Sometimes Mondays can add a little curveball in, you know, it's like top of the week, people wait till the beginning of the week to announce some things and wasn't too, nothing too crazy today really. So was thankful that it was a relaxed Monday in terms of pop culture because the list was long. I was like doing my Google Doc last week or over the weekend really of like what I want to talk about. And it's the first time that I've gone to a second page. Um, granted, I do have a lot of notes in between each topic, but still I was like, oh, we're on the second page. Let's hope like, let's hope Taylor Swift and get engaged or something because that would just throw the whole, the whole docket off. But that being said, um, I am going to see the 1975 tomorrow, which is super exciting, which is why I'm recording this Monday night instead of Tuesday night. Um, I haven't seen them in nine years, I want to say. The last time I saw them was 2014, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, nine years, uh, which is crazy. Literally the last time I saw them was at Terminal 5, which is like the infamous Carly Kloss, Taylor Swift shows. Um, Hate to even bring it up, but you know, it it happened. So (laughs) take that as you will. Um, That being said, now seeing them at, the last time I saw them, like it's at Terminal 5, now at MSG, like what a crazy you know, crazy kind of a different end of the spectrum. So I'm super stoked for the show. Definitely will be chatting about it next week. I'm sure it's going to be great. I've seen videos. It looks like a blast. So that's going to be so much fun. Um, And yeah, kind of nothing too crazy since we last spoke last week. Um, I saw Mateo Lane, who is a a comedian over the weekend. We saw him, Thomas and I, on Saturday night at Carnegie Hall, which was a blast. We watch him pretty regularly. We watch him Anytime like we just need like something funny to throw on, we'll put on either like a YouTube video, one of his stand-up specials, what kind of, you know, he's always in our rotation on YouTube. So to finally get to see him live and at Carnegie Hall, which I know was like a huge career moment for him, it was really cool. And he was hilarious as expected. I mean, if you've, if you've seen him, even if you don't know who he is, I'm sure you've probably seen him on your TikTok. He's like all over everyone's For You page. He's hilarious. If you haven't, definitely go check him out. Um, but yeah, so that was a blast. Even the openers were like hilarious. He came out with an opera singer at the end, which was cool. Um, so really, really fun. Uh, just fun night doing that. Um, we also got our first hate comment, which is exciting. We got a few. Um, we had a few reels pop off this weekend because of Taylor and Travis, and we got some some straight men in the comments who had a lot to say. But before that, uh, I uploaded a reel, a TikTok rather, and somebody commented that um, I'm reason like six million, blah, 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 whatever, why you need to apply to start a podcast. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And you don't have to apply for it. So in the meantime, listen to mine. And until I have to apply for this, so be it. So that was fun. I feel like I feel like when you start to get hate, it's like, you know, you made it. Like you're doing something right. So I'm like, let's keep this ball rolling. Um, and then, like I said, there's a lot to talk about. So I am um, just kind of trying to get into it. So we're not talking for three hours. Um, but I didn't want to put this at a topic because I feel like we've talked about it so much. But Dua Lipa. Houdini, it came out, it is here. Um, I love it, it is so much fun. Definitely not like, doesn't pack a punch like Don't Start Now did, but again, Don't Start Now is one of my all time favorite songs. So obviously I'm a little bit biased there, but thought she looked fabulous in the video. The dancing was sick. I love that it was just kind of like a simple concept. Um, The dancers all killed it as expected and I just loved it, thought it was great. And I'm really excited to kind of see where this leads into the the rest of the era um, we don't have like an album name we don't have any timeline she posted something today and said like there's stuff stirring up for the next few weeks so who knows if a few weeks could be in two weeks three weeks ten weeks who, who knows when we'll see her again but 
I'm happy with Houdini for now and I'm excited to, I want to hear what you guys are saying. So, you know, let me know, comment below, leave us a review. Let me know what you're thinking of the new single. Um, and without further ado, I think we should hop right in because there is a lot to discuss. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to go backwards of kind of like importance almost because I want to save the best for last because I feel like that's going to take up most of the time. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So let's just kind of go through, we'll chat, and then we're going to just leave it all on the table with Travis and Kelsey, uh, Travis and Kelsey, Taylor and Travis. Oh my gosh, I'm getting excited to talk about it. So first things first, Harry Styles is bald. <laughs> um, definitely not something that was on my 2023 bingo card. If, if you don't haven't seen it, or don't know what we're talking about. He, there was like a leaked video of him at the U2 show at the Vegas Sphere, which is like a whole enigma in itself. That sphere is like, I'm like, what is something about that just doesn't sit right with me, that sphere? It seems like evil or mean-spirited. So he was there for the U2 show. And Dumois posted that somebody submitted a blind item saying Harry was there, he was bald. And they posted this grainy photo. It could have been any bald man in America. It was so hard to tell. Like this side profile, it looked like him a little bit. So it was like, eh, is it Harry, is it not? Obviously, people who were there could tell more, but it's always hard to tell until you get like an actual photo. And then a few days later, still not like an actual photo, but a clearer image of the same uh, like screen grab came out. And it's very clear that it's Harry. So Harry is bald. Crazy. What the hell? Um, I don't hate it. Of course, again, we haven't seen a full image, like an actual HQ image yet, but... I don't, I don't hate it. That's very unpopular. I know that. And I will admit, I will take it. I know I am not in the popular opinion on this one. I think I could kind of be like a fun change up. Um, don't, don't come for me. Like, don't, don't drag me. I know the girls are going to be like, what are you talking about? We want the locks back. I'm just saying, let's not hate it until we see an actual photo. Let's, Let's let it, you know, run its course. Maybe he wants to let it grow in a little bit. He doesn't want it fully bald. So then he's going to post about it. I don't know, but I don't hate it. I think we should, I think before we like jump down the man's throat, let's wait and see how it looks in a music video or in something before we decide that we hate it. But yes, Harry Styles is bald. (laughs) Um, That being said, the next topic, this is something that I was not expecting at all. And Um, It was from last week. It was literally the day that the episode went live. So this is from last Wednesday. But uh, Brittany Mahomes was and is the face of the Skims holiday campaign. One of the campaigns. There's also one with Kim in it. But she was the first one to come out in the Skims campaign. It's her and her family. Which, if you're not into, like, pop culture, you're like, all right, cool. Who is, like, who it was? Cool. Whatever. Keep it pushing. But if you're like me, and I'm sure you are because you're listening or watching this, um... She was just at Simon Huck's birthday party with Taylor Swift like 96 hours before these photos came out. Granted, I'm sure the photo shoot had to have been done months before, but knowing Kim, she is very on it with like her her turnaround. So like example, White Lotus. Those girls were on the White Lotus before the season could even like come to a full end. I think it was like this series, this season premiere rather ended and the Skims campaign was out. And I was like, Oh, she wasted no time. So the people at Skims are working very hard. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was a newer photo shoot, um, which then I'm like, was Taylor, does Taylor know? Cause obviously like the Tim, the Kim and Kanye and Taylor of it all. Like there's just a lot of factors to it. Obviously Taylor can't tell Brittany to not get her check. And I'm sure it was a pretty check from the Skims. So I, and I, I don't think Taylor would be like, don't do it because of you're my new friend. Like, I don't think she would have done that, but it is interesting to just be like, hmm, there's a lot of overlap. I mean, she was at Simon Huck's birthday party, which is one of Kim's best friends. Now her new bestie, Brittany Mahomes, is the face of Skims. I'm like, what is happening? And this is so delusional of me. I know it. I'm just, I'm just saying, what are the chances that we get something Kim related with Reputation Taylor's version? I, hmm. I know it's delusional and I know I'm like reaching, but there's like a lot of overlap lately. And I don't, 
I just, I don't know. Something about it, it's weird. Like, too much overlap. And granted, I don't think Taylor and Kim will ever be friends. I don't think they'll ever be besties. She'll never be in the girl gang. Like, we'll never see Taylor on an episode of the Kardashians. But Kim has posted multiple times, like, listening to Taylor at, like, a kid's birthday party or something. So clearly, like, she could have recorded the video after the song was over if there was beef. Um, but she's posted it. Like, they've all posted about Taylor. To what we know, they didn't go to the Eras tour, but... I don't think that's really that surprising. Um, that being said, I don't know. There's a lot of overlap lately. And I'm wondering, Kim is on this whole new like single life, girl gang life, doing her thing. So I wonder if like she would extend an olive branch. Taylor's not doing it because Taylor didn't do anything in the first place. But I wonder if Kim would like reach out and extend something to maybe make amends. Maybe they can, maybe they can make something work. And maybe it's even just... Like, imagine Taylor for Skims or, like, Kim on Reputation Taylor's version or something. Like, I don't know. I don't, th I don't think it's going to happen. But let's just, like, let's bookmark that. And if I'm wrong, pretend it never said it. Um, if I'm right, we're going to reference this. And I will be clipping that when it happens. But if it doesn't, pretend that never happened. Um, so that's kind of kind of my my take on Britney with skims I think I mean the shoot was fun like it was cute um I think the real star of the show of the holiday campaign was the new pictures with Kimberly where it says it's just like ski on top so it's skims but it says ski and then like the ms is on the bottom line and then she's in just these like stunning like ski gear this like holiday winter gear I don't know she looks drop dead gorgeous i was obsessed with those photos even more than the britney ones um the britney ones were cute they were like family-esque if you haven't seen them they're in like their flannel pajamas i posted it on my story when it came out uh so if you're following us on instagram then you probably saw that there but that was just something i was like huh interest an interesting little an interesting layover i don't know something about it it's just a little too like the, the circles are getting a little too small a little too close again I could be completely reaching and I probably am and just living in like my own delusion, which isn't like the craziest thing. We all, you know, I'm a Taylor Swift fan to begin with. So obviously delusion is like in my blood, but let's just, let's, let's think about that and, you know, circle back when Reputation Taylor's version comes out and see if there's any, uh, any snakes in the garden. Moving on, um, Grammy nominations came out. I actually had a few people reach out and say that they were excited for me to talk about the Grammy nominations. So that was cool. Um, obviously, just I was going to talk about it regardless. But to start seeing people be like, oh, you're going to talk about this? I was like, well, I was going to do it anyway, but now I have to. So thank you for people who are telling or like sending in topics or things that they want to hear. That is super cool, super fun. And um, yeah, lots of of lots of opinions on these Grammy nominations. So let's dive into it. I'm going to go by artist um, who had the top nominations. And I'm just kind of pulling the artist who I'm interested in and who I think like, you know, you guys care about. So if I skipped anybody who you are a fan of, don't take it personal. We're just, you know, I'm just a boy with a microphone. So that being said, Grammy nominations came out on Friday. Um, and I'm not I'm not mad at the list. I, I'm very, I'm excited to see who wins what, and I'm happy to see who was nominated. There's definitely some snubs, definitely some people who I think should be on these lists, but that being said, we'll dive in. Leading the nominations is SZA with nine nominations. So off the bat, I'm stoked. I am a huge SZA fan. I have been since Control came out. Um, I don't know if you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, in my mirror reflection, this sounds crazy, we have Control, the album cover, like, on our gallery wall. I think you can see it in the mirror. But regardless, we have, like, I have SZA on our gallery wall in our living room. Huge, huge fan. Um, and I'm so excited to see her getting, you know, her flowers for this album. Um, SOS was such a fantastic album. I honestly don't think there's any skips on it. I, I love it. The tour was so much fun. I got to go at MSG back in March. February or March, I want to say it was. Um, it was earlier this year, but it was such a fantastic show. Such a good album. She is just, even, I saw her during the Control era and she was, I mean, she was great, but it was definitely just like, there was a different stage presence, I feel like, with SOS. Um, she was just more like into it. She was, you know, her. it was her first album, Control. So I think touring it and everything, it was a lot. And it also got like crazy success for a first album. So I was like, I would be a little timid too. So like when I saw her, I was like, she sounded great. She was great. But it was like, I wanted a little bit more. So when I went to SOS and she was like 
oh my god the production was there the dancing was there her vocals were great i have such a good time so that being said SZA is leading the nominations with nine um and she has including album of the year and song of the year for kill bill so i would definitely be thrilled to see her take either of those home i'm just gonna mind you as i'm going through i'm just noting like the big four so that's song of the year album of the year record of the year and uh, best new artist and then if there's anyone else in here who isn't nominated for those i'll mention it but for the top layer we're just going like big fork so i don't have to go through every single category because again i'm just a boy with a microphone <laughs> um but SZA again leading the chart with nine so i'm sure she'll get at least one hopefully i would love to see her i would love i would love a SZA sweep i think it is so well deserved she is one of the best artists that we have today honestly lyric wise her vocals she's just like a unique sound to her voice she is you know her visuals are always there do, do we take a little while for the albums to come out sure but you know what who cares you know i think i'm gonna go on a little tangent but i think we are so conditioned to like albums coming out year after year like artists consistently in the studio putting out music uh, i mean in the 2000s like 2010s really like I mean, they were putting out albums every year, every other year. So it was a quick turnaround. And granted, I love new music. I love to listen to new artists and new albums and this and that. But for an artist to really grow and evolve and experience things, unless they're just having like a writer for them or they're, you know, like not fully giving their all. Like if you're not writing your songs, sure. Release an album every year, that's fine. And I'm fine with that. If it's good music, I'll listen to it whatever but if you're an artist who is writing your music needs to experience like example lord anyone who knows me lord's my favorite artist of all time absolutely love her her and beyonce they like teeter back and forth they're always i know it's such a weird a weird two to have my favorites but beyonce and lord they go back and forth of my like all-time favorite artists it just depends on like the day of the week and the weather outside but beyonce too she takes her time between albums so I think when an artist does take the time between albums, it gives us that time to really like, A, soak up the previous album. We can really like marinate in it and like just soak it all up. And like, I, to this day, like to bring Lord back into it, like I'll listen to Melodrama and like, which is my favorite album of all time. No questions asked. And we'll get into that in another episode, I'm sure, because just to dive into Melodrama as a whole would be another hour, two hours of itself. But Melodrama, favorite album of all time. And I listen to it still and there's certain lines that I know what the songs are about. I know the lyrics, but you really get to like, you get to understand what they are. You get to really like, you, you experience them in new ways, I feel like. And I think if another album had come out sooner than Solar Power did for Lord or any artist for that matter, you know, if, an, if, you're, if you can't like fully soak up and appreciate an album that deserves the amount of time, you know, these artists are like writing these lyrics and they're putting these this production behind it and an artist like SZA like Lord like Beyonce even like Taylor like they really they're so involved in the production side of it and like they want that like perfect they want that perfect snare drum there or that perfect like breath of fresh air at the beginning or the end of the song or something you know like there's so much behind it that I think the fact that SZA and all these artists do take their time with an album is it annoying yes Rihanna that's another story she's just playing with us now but I think there is a lot that goes into it and I would rather an artist take their time and really give us something that they're proud of and want to give us than just like cranking out pop music or whatever music it is left and right nonstop because at that point it just starts to get like superficial and we don't want it because it's it's not true to them and it's not something they can be proud of. So that being said, SZA, nine nominations, could not be could not be happier for her and i can't wait to see hopefully her sweep the grammys this year next up on my list is victoria monet um she rang in seven grammy nominations this is her debut album mind you which is a fantastic album um and yeah so she rang in seven nominations uh her album was fantastic absolutely love it and there oh my god the video of her watching the grammy nomination announcement with her friends and her family and her team it is so cute if you haven't seen it go to her instagram and watch it or her tiktok i'm sure it's all over all of her socials they're like watching it and i think the first one was probably like i don't maybe like 
best new artist or like music video or something. She, like I said, she's nominated for seven. And for her, she like freaks out, they get excited and they're just pouring champagne, like obviously celebrating the one. And then it's just like another one, another, another one, thank you. Another one, thank you. Another one, thank you. And they just roll in and just to see it in her eyes and like, she's so happy. She's so proud of herself uh, and it's so well-deserved. She's been in the industry for a while and for her to now be getting this recognition and her flowers, so well-deserved. Can't wait to see her. I definitely, I hope she takes her home at least one, two, three of these awards because it's very well-deserved. Um, the next artists on my list that is plural, there's four of them that we're chatting about because all four of them are tied, not only tied with six nominations, but they are also, they cross over a lot. There's a lot of, um, lots of overlap in the category. So Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, and Billie Eilish. Now, Miley, Taylor, Olivia all released full albums for this Grammy circle, Grammy cycle, oh my God, Grammy cycle. So definitely like we were almost expecting them to be on these lists because the albums were just great and they're just like big people within the music industry. Billie, however, didn't release an album, but still received six nominations, most of them all for... Um, uh, what was I made for the Barbie song? So to see her get nominated for a song that wasn't even her, it's her own, but you know, it's her song for a movie. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was, you know, interesting to see not only, um, was it song of the year and record of the year. So that's awesome. She also got nominated for, um, best pop duo, which is the song that she did with Labyrinth, Never Felt So Alone. So she didn't even release an album. She's still sweeping in these nominations. So just think that was a cool little tidbit. Um, but back to the top, Miley, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Music Video of the Year, um, all for Flowers. And then the, obviously the album is um, Endless Summer Vacation. Now, I absolutely loved this album. It is, I'm, Miley, like I said, Lord and Beyonce are like, fighting each other at the top and then Miley is pretty much right under them. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love Miss Cyrus. So anytime she releases an album, I'm all in. I know I'm gonna love it. She just, she's my girl. She's been my girl and she will always be my girl. However, the way that she just fell off the face of the earth after releasing questionably her best album, you know, there's a it's um it's it's upsetting. It's sad. It was she could have done such a huge era and push for this album and Flowers took off. It was everywhere. I mean, it I don't think anyone expected Flowers to become what it did. So glad that it did because it is a fantastic song. And there was there's definitely some like shadiness behind why it got so big because if you don't know <laughs> And it, it's, it's funny, honestly. A lot of Miley fans were like, and this is not me like discrediting the song. I think it's a fantastic song. Definitely like, I feel like defined 2023 to an extent. Um, but that being said, a lot of fans are like, oh my God, she filmed this in Liam's old house. She's wearing Liam's suit that he wore at the wedding and this and that. And like, I, I, I don't think that was ever confirmed. Like, I think these are all just things that fans were like, like, feeding into like Pop Crave and People Magazine, all these places to like make it buzzy. Um, but I don't think that was ever confirmed any of it. If it was totally I'm wrong, whatever. But I thought it was funny that like the way the internet and the fans kind of like wrote this narrative of like, oh my God, she's she's stomping all over Liam's yard in this song and she's doing this and wearing his suit and da da da. I was like, mm, she's not, but let's get her on the streams. Come on, let's do it. And I really thought she was gonna like go on a full tour. Thought she was gonna have a full like album rollout. She did like the Disney Plus special and then just, that was really it. And she's doing her thing. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't wanna like spread rumors. There was like the whole thing about her being in a cult, which I don't know if it's true. I didn't really believe it. I thought it was a little weird. Um, I think her thing is like, she doesn't, I don't think she wants to be famous anymore. And I don't really blame her. She liked most of the artists on these on this list and really just the artists that I listen to, they're just kind of like, they're the, they just take all the heat. You know, they can breathe the wrong way and their fans are pissed off and the, the media is pissed off and everyone has an issue with what they do. So I think Miley, especially being in the public eye for so long, I mean, Hannah Montana and Premier of 2006. So we're 17 years and not even that her dad is obviously famous. Like she's always had some type of fame or camera or 
media in her face. So I think now she's like, I don't want to be this superstar anymore, which is sad. You know, she she really is a f- such a fantastic live performer. She puts on such a good show. I mean, the Bangers tour, I went to eight shows, I think, eight Bangers tour shows. I followed it around the country. It was so good. Um, and I'm so glad that I did because I don't think the gal is ever touring again, but so be it. Um, I'm grateful I got to see her as many times as I did, but yeah. So anywho, she is nominated six times at the Grammys this year. Well, my biggest thing is whether, she, not even if she'll win or not, is she going to show up? Cause I don't think she's going to show up again. I don't think she wants to be famous. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she's going to show up. And I think, I don't know if that affects you winning or not. You know, you can obviously show up and lose. You could not show up and win, but I think the Grammys do. And the Academy, they take into account like who's going to be there because at the end of the day, the Grammys is a televised thing. They want people to watch the show. That's how they get their buzz. And, you know, obviously it's the Academy. They have, they're reputable to be, uh, you know, but they, they are the Academy. Like there's just like an oomph behind the Grammys regardless. But if, if the people aren't showing up, people aren't going to watch. You know, we're watching to see the performances. We're watching to see the reactions to who won, who lost, who was against each other. Like that's why we're watching. So if you're not showing up and helping with their ratings, who knows if they're going to give you the win, you know? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of conspiracies. All I'm going to say is Melodrama and Teenage Dream are two of the best albums of all time, and neither of them have a Grammy. So really, at the end of the day, none of this matters. But that being said, I'm excited for Miss Miley. <laughs> um, next up, Olivia Rodrigo. So she is nominated six times again, like I said, which I believe brings her to 13 total Grammy nominations, which when you think about it, she only has two albums out. That is nuts. So obviously she we eat her up. Everybody eats her up. She's another one. She's on my wall. If you're watching the video, if you can see it in my mirror reflection, um, we have Sour up on our wall. Another just huge album that we... Thomas and I, my boyfriend and I, we live together, that we love. Um, So definitely excited to see her nominated so many times. She's nominated Album of the Year for Guts, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, um, amongst others. But again, just the big four. Um, The next one up, Miss Taylor Swift. Now, this is where it gets a little bit interesting. um, But Taylor is nominated just out of the big four. Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Record of the Year. Obviously, she's not getting nominated for Best New Artist. But that being said, her and Olivia overlap in all three of those categories this year. Um, so we none of us know what really went down with Taylor and Olivia. No one knows if like there is beef, if there's not, but it definitely is weird. Um, Olivia was so hardcore ride or die Swifty. Um, she was, I mean, everybody knows it. She, like when she met Taylor at, it was a, a I wanted to say like the BBMAs. It was like a British music award or something. They were in London, I'm like 90% sure. But they like got their picture together when they posted it. Like, it was everywhere. Like, you guys remember where you were when Olivia Rodrigo posted her photo with Taylor Swift. Tell me you don't. Exactly. That being said, out of nowhere, they just like dropped out the face of the earth with, the, with this friendship. They were prom- like, Olivia was promoting um, Fearless Taylor's version. She was literally, I think she was, she did all the promotions for every song. She was like doing the the snippets for all of it on TikTok. Um, and it was just nuts. Uh, it is also interesting to note that her and Conan, who's like her bestie in the music industry, Conan Gray, Conan was supposed to open for Taylor on the um, Loverfest. And then when Erisor came around, he wasn't on the list. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. There's just like a lot of weird things. There could be no beef. Like that's the thing. We're all just like assuming that there is. I don't, I, we don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. So I think it's just kind of going to be like an un, an, I don't know, like an undiscussed and unknown thing forever, question mark. Um, but they are nominated against each other in those three categories. Honestly, um, they could be in others. I'm not 100% sure. I did get, I just pulled the top four, but I'm curious to see who wins what and also like i want to see if taylor and olivia i'm sure olivia will show up taylor is on tour then so i don't i'm not actually sure where she is um let me let me look it up hang on she i because the super bowl um is she has like a show in japan in tokyo the week of the super bowl and then people are like can she make it back Oh, she does not have a show, the Grammys Day. So, and she, her tour kicks off 
February 7th in Tokyo again. So she could make it, she could go to the Grammys full. I'm sure she'll probably be there, um, especially since she nominated so many times and she is just like on top of the world right now. So I want, I'm curious if she, I'm guessing she'll go to the Grammys, fly to Tokyo for that little run. And then if like, if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, she's not not gonna be there, right? Like she has to go support her man um, the way he's supporting her. We'll get into that in a few, but I'm curious to see who shows up and I'm curious to see Taylor and Olivia if they interact. I don't know, I'm curious. Uh, moving down the list, uh, next up, Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan is a Grammy nominated artist. Ah, oh my God, that is so crazy to say. I've talked about Troy before. Um, I think he was my first yes of the week so if you're new i do a yes and the yes and mess of the week at the end of every show i'm 99 sure he was my first week's yes if not my second week um i love him i've loved him before he was an artist he i watched him on youtube he is just so good and he got nominated for best music video and best pop dance recording for rush so even just to see that he's nominated is so insane and crazy to me and i'm so proud of him uh like i said this new album something to give each other is so fantastic so to see that he's getting this nomination and being recognized for it just makes my heart so happy um what is funny though he is nominated for best pop dance recording against padam padam by miss kylie minogue so it was quite literally twinks vs dolls um so i'm excited to see uh excited to see how that plays out but Nonetheless, we're not here to pit people against each other. I am here to just applaud Troy Sivan because I'm so stoked to see him nominated and finally getting some recognition for the fantastic pop music he's been putting out for years. Um, and then in terms of nominations, just something to note, it is like the year of Barbie continued. The Barbie soundtrack got 11 nominations, both Billy and Dua song. Uh, so Dance the Night, What Was I Made For, Song of the Year. Ryan Gosling got a nomination for uh, Best Song for Visual Media. Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice got nominations for Barbie World. They racked in 11 nominations for the Barbie soundtrack, which is, I don't know if that's a record or what it is, but like, that's impressive. For one movie soundtrack to rack in 11, mind you, two in like a big four category, that's a big deal. Also, Ryan Gosling coming for a Grammy, like, can we get him on like an EGOT train maybe? I don't know. Are we like for that? I'm kind of, I'm like not against the Ryan Gosling EGOT train. Like, I wouldn't be mad. I I, I feel like he's like a good guy. Like I'd be, I'd be down to see him get an EGOT. Maybe he's on that. Maybe he's on the path. Maybe Ken was like, maybe Ken was his step into it to see if he could like knock out the G. And then from there, he's going to keep building. Again, maybe, who knows? We will see. Um, and then moving forward, this isn't for Grammy nominations, but for Grammy snubs, Renee Rat, nothing, not one. Not a single nomination for Renee Rat's EP or album. And listen, I get it. It's her first album. No, it's like to get nominated for your first album, it's like, it's not common. I just love her so much. And I thought at least best new artist, like something, I don't know. I just was really like gunning for it. And like a lot of people were too. I had, a, I posted a TikTok on Thursday, the day before nominations. And I said, it was like, when Renee Rapp gets nominated tomorrow because I'm manifesting it, we're celebrating. And I started it by saying like the Grammys don't matter. And I stand by that. The Grammys, whether you win a Grammy, get nominated for a Grammy, it doesn't mean you're not making good music or not, but it's, it's just like a cool thing to say. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I was really gunning for her to get at least best new artist. So I'm upset, I'm upset to see that she didn't, but nonetheless, the album is still fantastic. The deluxe version comes out this Friday. I talked about it last week. I'm gonna talk about it this week. I'll probably talk about it again next week. Stream Renee Rapp, Snow Angel deluxe version this Friday. <laughs> um, and that is our Grammys nomination to recap. So I hope to everyone who was excited to hear what I had to say, enjoyed my takes on it. And now, and now, whew, I feel like I need to like take my sip of water. I need to like, center myself like crack my knuckles like <sighs> the moment we have all been waiting for taylor swift and travis kelsey <laughs> i mean okay 
I'm sure you've all seen it. If you follow me anywhere, you've seen it. Um, but to anyone who hasn't, Taylor kicked off her um, the second leg of the Eras tour, and she, she she brought it. So I didn't even know how to start. She had three shows. One of them got postponed to Sunday, um, so it got shifted. But then her and Travis got a night together, which was cute. And they were out and about, like holding hands in a restaurant. Everybody was like cheering for them as they walked through. So that was super cute. So we knew Travis was going to be at the show regardless. Whether or not she was going to do something while he was there, that was kind of the unknown. And boy, did she do multiple things. So before the show starts, Travis is seen in the tent. And uh, all the the fans are chanting. They're like, um, they're like, Ole, 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 Taylor, something like that. I don't know. And he joins in on it and he is just like cheering for his girl. He is so excited to be there and it was so sweet. Then her dad comes into the tent. Um, I believe he was wearing a chief's like lanyard, like instead of like the VIP Evers one with his like um, credentials on it. I think it was a chief's one, if I remember correctly. Um, so that's just cute. And he was more excited to see Travis than he was to see Taylor. He was filming the guy. He was like cheering the guy on throughout the night. They were like besties. It was the cutest thing. I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. It was so freaking cute. So the show starts, they're doing their thing. Um, there was like a lot of little, you know, there was, there's videos of her like during the lover set and she just like, she just was like a little girl like kicking her feet and blushing. It was so cute. Um, and of course, lover is about Joe mostly, but for her to be able to like kind of reclaim it almost. And it's, I think for, we always, we always tie an album to whoever it's about. But I think to see an artist grow from a breakup and grow from something and be able to take the songs and understand like, yes, this was at one point about somebody else, but it can also be about somebody else. I mean, we all take these songs and apply it to our lives. You know what I mean? So we can apply it to somebody else. Why can't the artist? And I think this is the first time that I'm really like seeing an artist be able to do this. And I'm, it's not the first, uh, Taylor Swift is not the first artist to be able to rewire a song in her brain to be about somebody else. That's not what I'm saying, but I've just never thought of it or noticed that being a thing. So to see her singing Lover and she's all like lovey-dovey and she knows her man is watching from the tent. It's just so cute. Um, during, um, during Blank Space, she's like, you know, I love the players and you love the game. She points over players, Travis at a football player, football players playing in games. It was just so cute. Oh, I couldn't. It was so freaking cute. Um, and then special song o'clock comes. So if you don't know, Taylor, every, you guys know, but Taylor sings two songs, special songs every night, one on guitar, one on piano. You don't know what they're going to be. It's always a surprise. And this night she's saying, is it over now? Which is the vault track from 1989 Taylor's version that went number one. Um, and she mashed it up with Out of the Woods, which two things. First, somebody on TikTok literally said it last week. I, I don't know who I can't, I don't know who the creator is, but if you search it, I'm sure you can find it. But she said she was like, I can't get the bridge of Out of the Woods out of my head when I'm singing Is It Over Now? And then Taylor did it. She is so terrifying. Second, these are both songs that we knew were about Harry Styles, but to see them put together, it's so, it's crazy. You know, it's to, again, to see an artist take a song and be able to play it live now and kind of, and not that she's re-spinning it to anyone necessarily, but like for her to like show us that like, hey, like you guys got it. Like this was, these songs were almost like sisters and we were able to kind of bridge that gap and then mash them up. Cause they do sound kind of like that similar you know, cadence to them, like they, they do sound alike. So it's not, it's not like groundbreaking that she did it, you know, but it was very cool to see her do this. And then the second was Endgame. So freaking cute. I mean, again, a song about Joe from Reputation, but she's now spinning it about Travis. And again, Travis is a football player. Football players play in games. She loves the players. She loves the game and game. I just, I can't, it's so cute, I'm obsessed, and we haven't even gotten to the best part yet. So all of this is happening, I'm like giddy, like this is like my own life. This, that's bad, this is, this is getting bad. <sighs> anyway, Karma comes on and she's doing her thing, Karma is her boyfriend, Karma is a god, Karma is a cat, Karma is this, Karma is that. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. 
I was on the subway when this came out. I was getting on the subway after the Mateo Lane comedy show. And when I tell you, I, f- I literally like felt a shift. I was like, oh my God, like that's crazy. And she like fully like sang it right to the tent. You could hear every, it was so clear too. Like sometimes when like people change lyrics, like it's not always clear that they said this or that. This was so evidently clear that she said, um, that she said, guy on the Chiefs, her dad freaked out, the crowd freaked out. It was so, oh my God, I just loved it. It was amazing. So that happens. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Taylor finishes the show. Taylor, I mean, Travis stands. It's hard. TNT, like Taylor, Travis, it's, it's a lot. Anywho, um, Travis like stands side stage waiting for the entire show to end. Like he does not leave until she leaves the stage. He does not leave the stage, which was so cute. Sorry for the sirens going off. I live in New York. I deal with it. Um, so he waits until she is literally like gets on her lift to go down to leave and he runs backstage. Now, the next video that came out was so, it was everywhere, everywhere. I, she runs off the stage. He's standing on the side. He has his hands behind his back. So he's not like embracing a hug. He's just standing there. She goes full fledged, arms open and gives him like the sweetest kiss. And he like swings him around. It's literally like a high school movie. It was so freaking adorable. I can't get over it. So that was a whole thing. It literally, it will be burned into my head until the day I die. I posted that on, I tweeted it. I posted it on Instagram. Like I can't stop thinking about it. It was so fucking cute. And just seeing her like this is so adorable. You know, if you've been a Taylor fan for a while or if not, she doesn't do this. Like this isn't normal. I mean, I guess with Calvin and like she was out and about with Harry, but it's been a, it's been a long time since she's been so public with the relationship because of the way that the public treated her when she was. And I think now she's finally like, you know what? Fuck it. I can do whatever I want. I can love my man. I can do do what I want, see who I want, sing what I want. Everybody loves me now. And it's true. The public has completely done a 180 on her where, I mean, I was there. We, I loved her forever, but the public didn't always love her. Um, and now to see her being able to like embrace her boyfriend and like have fun with her lyrics on stage and do this and that, I just, I love it. It is, it's incredible. And it is just a great time to be alive at the same time as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And who, I didn't even know who Travis Kelsey was. I knew about him a little bit because of the Super Bowl, um, because Rihanna was performing at the Super Bowl. So like I had to know who the teams were. Um, so I knew a little bit because of him, because of that, because of him, because of that. But I couldn't point him out of a lineup. Now I'm like, yep, that's, that's my friend. Like we love him. We are team Travis. We love Taylor and Travis in this house. Oh my God. I could, I could literally, I was texting my friend Delaney about this because me and Delaney just like text unhinged things about Taylor Swift 24 seven. I, I have like no, I have my computer on do not disturb in front of me. Um, when I film, I have my phone up. I film on my phone. I have my computer down here, but I do not disturb my computer. So I don't see the text. And I'm sure some of these are from Delaney about some crazy shit Taylor's done since I've been recording this for the last 40 minutes. But that being said, she said she was like, you need to do a whole episode just on this night. And I considered it. I was free most of the day Sunday and I almost recorded a whole episode and just titled it like November, what was it? November 11th, 2023 or something like something funny and just talked about that. But I was like, let me save it. Let me not, you know, exert my energy. I'm going to film on Monday anyway. So we saved it. And I'm glad that I did because I got to really soak it in a little bit more and just marinate in it. And I just love it. I'm so excited. I just love this relationship. I love this venture for her. Um, and like I said, that was the best for last, um, which is crazy, which then takes us to our yes and mess of the week. Now my yes of the week It is no news to anybody who knows me or has listened to the podcast or follows me anywhere. I love Lindsay Lohan. I talked about her a lot last week. We're talking about her again today. I just love Lindsay Lohan. You can search my old tweets. I have tweets from 2009, 2010, 2011, just like being like, I don't know why I just love Lindsay Lohan. Something about her. She is just my it girl of all it girls and I will always love her. I I just, I adore her. I adore her. Um, And... On Friday, she posted a photo, or Jamie Lee Curtis rather, posted a photo of her and Lindsay together talking about the Freaky Friday 2 sequel that is in the works. Now, 
as soon as the SAG after strike started, of course I was sad about the, the pay wage, but I was like, damn, this is really pushing off the Freaky Friday 2 that I've been waiting for that was finally getting approved. Everybody was on board, they were writing a script. So in the strike, I was like, damn, like they're really pushing it off, pushing it off, whatever. Of course, I'm so glad that the actors are now getting paid. I hope that this is like tentative right now. There's like a three year agreement. I hope that they extend it. I hope that by the end of it, everyone gets even more wage, pay the writers, pay everyone. But my first thought when the strike ended was, oh my God, Freaky Friday 2 is coming. And it's coming sooner than I could have imagined. I, I'm sure it's taking a while, but the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis and I almost said Jamie Lynn, oh my God. The fact that Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan were together, they were obviously talking about it. The caption was about it. The song was like on the post was about it. I'm usually against like putting a song with this like a feed post, but Jamie Lee Curtis promoting Freaky Friday 2, I don't care. Put all the songs, do it. I don't care. They just, it is so cute. I posted a whole carousel on, on my feed on, on the pod account on Friday because I was just like, this is my moment to shine. I have been thinking about the Freaky Friday 2 sequel for years. It is my, it's my favorite Lindsay Lohan movie. Um, it always has been, always will be. And the first thing I said, I literally tweeted it. Like the strike was announced over by like 8.15 at 8.30. I tweeted and I was like, the best thing about the SAG after strike ending is that Freaky Friday 2 is one day closer to us. And I just think that's so beautiful. That was on Wednesday. On Friday, they posted the selfie. It was just like, oh my God. I, I couldn't have asked, I could not have asked for a better way to celebrate the strike ending than knowing that this is still in the works, it's still happening, and everyone's getting paid a fair wage. Oh, I just can't wait to see them together on screen again, Freaky Friday 2. As this movie gets closer and closer, I'm warning you now, I will be talking about it nonstop. You've been warned, you know, it is, today is Monday, November 13th. I'm sure the movie's not coming out until like 2024, maybe 2025, uh, but when it does come out, when it's announced, Oh, you're going to be sick of it. You're going to be sick of me. And I don't care. I do not care. I've waited 20 years for this. And I am going to talk about it into the ground. Because I can do whatever I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Freaky Friday 2 is on its way. That picture just made me so happy. It was so exciting. Um, and yeah, I just cannot wait to see what's to come from that. Moving on to my mess of the week. Now, I believe this mess has been cleaned up. We'll put it that way. Um, but I do just want to talk about it because I was 100% shadow banned on TikTok over the weekend. I was posting and I had a few, I had a few um, TikToks get some traction, nothing crazy, like 9,000 views, 3,000 views, 2,000 views. Um, and I was getting like good engagement, getting comments, traction, whatever. And I mean, we don't have a lot of followers over there. I think I'm just under 80. So if you're not following us on TikTok, make sure you go follow at two pop to handle. Um, but we don't have a crazy amount of followers, but we're getting, you know, traction. So I posted a clip from last week's episode um, about Chriselle and Mary Lou. And it was just really focusing on like, if you listen, I was like, bullying works, da da da, whatever. I don't want to talk about it too much. And like, God, I, I'm not going to get shadow banned on Apple Podcasts, but I'm like afraid now. But so I posted that clip because it was funny. It was hilarious. It was tough love. I sent it to my friends. I was like, do you guys think this is okay? They're like, oh my God, hilarious. I posted it, got a little bit of traction. Like it was whatever. It got like 500 views, not crazy, but for, for only having like 70 followers, it was like, cool. Post another TikTok that gets like 3,000 views. Another one gets like 2,000 views. So I'm getting traction. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just going to keep posting throughout the weekend, obviously, and like try and ride this wave. So Freaky Friday, come, the picture comes out. I make a TikTok about it and I post it. Mind you, I'm getting engagement. Like my TikTok was like nonstop that day, which is awesome. Um, which is like comments and likes. It was all about Renee Rapp getting snubbed at the Grammys. Um, but I post this Freaky Friday TikTok and it literally just goes null, nothing. I think it was up for like three days and it got like 15 views. And now TikTok, if you, if you work TikTok, TikTok will work. Like if you put a trending audio, if you use the right keywords, if you put a hashtag, it's going to get at least a hundred views. Like it's not hard to get a hundred or so views on TikTok. And I work, if you don't know, I work in social media. So like I know how to get some traction and maybe it's not viral. It's not getting 10, 20, 30,000 views, but I can get traction on a video. Like I, I know what I'm doing. Um, it got nothing. I was like, what the fuck? That's weird. So I leave it up, whatever. 
And then I posted about Taylor and Travis, and this is where I knew. I posted two videos about Taylor and Travis that were going viral on our Instagram. They have like 60 and 50,000 views right now. They're getting like so many shares. It's like, it's so amazing. I'm so excited. They did nada on TikTok. Literally, I think it was like seven views and 10 views. I was like, there's no way, there's no world that a video about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey isn't at least getting 100, 200 views right now. So then I start thinking and I like tweeted, I was like, hey guys, like I think I'm shadow brand. Can you guys just go engage with this? And like my friend Julie reposted it. She has, I think like 50,000 followers, nothing. So then I was like, something is up. And I, I was out and about shopping. So I, I was like doing grocery shopping. So I couldn't like really think about it. Then I got home and I was like doing some work for the podcast. And I was like, what the hell am I gonna do? This is like fully shadow banning me. And then it clicked. I posted a video about bullying telling people to go bully people like how stupid can I be so I'm like holy shit why did I like I didn't even think of it I just thought it was funny and I posted it and boom so I guess like finally by Friday night it caught up to me and then it kicked in so I deleted the video I deleted I had like I responded to a comment that hate comment that I talked about at the top of the episode I responded to that in a video I um took that down and then every other video I posted between the bullying video and that one I deleted besides the one Renee rap one, cause I was still getting some traction. So I was like, let me leave this. Cause like, maybe that is still gonna like pick up. So I deleted them Sunday. So yesterday when I'm recording this and just left my TikTok alone, I deleted the app. I logged out. I did like all the things, deleted like the cache. Like I did everything Google told me to. And then I re-downloaded it this morning, logged back in. And I just wanted to like test it and see. So I made like a quick, stupid little like trending audio video with text on the screen, like making sure it was like, you know, fun keywords, whatever, posted it. And I'm happy to say that it did get most of his views from the For You page. So I believe the shadow ban has been lifted. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jinx it. I'm not gonna like test it. I'm gonna be very careful with what I'm posting because I, I feel like it's like a target on my back but I believe we're good. But it definitely was a little messy for the weekend. I was like trying to post about Taylor and Travis and I literally couldn't. God, thank God Instagram had my back. But like TikTok was not for, not for me. They were, it was, it was TikTok said, I am too pop to handle and they couldn't handle it. What can I say? Not everyone can. <laughs> um, that being said, make sure you're following us on TikTok. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine. You know the deal. We are at Two Pop to Handle on every platform, including YouTube. If you prefer to watch, go ahead and head over to our YouTube channel at Two Pop to Handle. And that brings us to the end of the show. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as always, so much fun. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you leave us a five star review and a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are available anywhere you stream your podcast. So wherever you can stream us, leave us a review. Send, if everyone who listens to this episode sent it to one friend and that one friend listens and subscribes, I would double in subscribers, followers, whatever it may be on that platform. So take this link when you finish it, take the link, send it to somebody, send it to somebody you love, send it to a friend, send it to someone who is obsessed with Taylor Swift, send it to somebody who is also excited for Freaky Friday too. Just send it to somebody Tell them to listen and tell them to follow us, subscribe. And yeah, you know, life will be, life will be so great. (laughs) Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I can't wait to chat with you guys next week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.